Welcome to the Mother Nurture Podcast, hosted by Dr. Andrea Rosario, functional neurologist and doctor of chiropractic, specializing in functional medicine, caring for individuals and families with chronic conditions for over 15 years. Hi there, Andrea Rosario here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this finds you doing well. Today's topic is mold, and I really wanted to talk to you about it today because we are in the middle of fall. And we're going to be trapped in our house for the better part of the next six months. We're trapped indoors in general, home or office. And it's really important that we do a few things to make sure that the air that we're breathing in our house isn't filled with mold and other toxins in general, but specifically mold today is what we're talking about. So during this podcast today, I would like to talk to you about, number one, I'm going to just share my own experience with mold. And number two, I want to talk to you about the way that mold can negatively affect your health. Number three, I want to bring to your attention a few testing options for testing the air quality of your home, as well as your own mold slash mycotoxin load within your body. Number four, I want to talk to you about a few things that you can do this autumn to ensure that your home is as healthy as possible since we're mostly going to be living with the windows closed and recirculating air. Definitely want it to be nice and healthy for you. And number five, I want to share with you some next steps on what you can do if you feel like a current or past mold exposure is negatively affecting your health. Okay, so let's dive in. First, I'm going to share with you, I'm actually recovering right now from a pretty substantial mold exposure. I have three kids and because I also have an autoimmune disease after each of my kids, I kind of just know the year or two afterwards, I'm going to really struggle with getting my immune system back balanced out. That's a really common thing for people with autoimmune conditions to kind of have a flare after they're done with their pregnancy. And I'm one of those people for sure. My daughter is now six years old, but when I had her, my third one, I decided, okay, well, I'm going to do everything I know to do, and I'm going to do the supplements, the diet that I know works really well for my autoimmunity. I'm going to really make sure my lifestyle is clean, all the things that I know I can do. I did it all. I was really doing so, so well with all of it, and I was really proud of myself, really confident that I was going to beat this. And when she was about a year old, maybe two, we moved to a new house. Well, A year or two long of an autoimmune flare isn't too crazy for me. That tends to be, that's why my kids are five years apart, y'all. There's a sneak peek into my decision-making process. But basically for two years, I'm like, okay, I'm doing A-okay. I'm not feeling my greatest. My immune levels are not great, but I'm kind of hanging in there. And I've only gained like 15-ish pounds. That's autoimmune thyroid. So of course, every time your immune system goes crazy, your weight goes up, at least mine does. Anyhow, I was like, well, it could be worse because I've gained 50 pounds before with my kids after having my kids with an autoimmune flare. Well, when we moved to this new house, like I, my business was really busy. I was doing my best with stress, but my doctors and I were just running every test because we were perplexed. I just kept getting sicker and sicker, sleeping all the time and gaining tons of weight. At my highest, after moving this house, I gained a total of like 50 or 60 pounds heavier than when I was, when I gave birth to my third child with no changes. 
in my diet or activity level or anything that should tell you that I should have earned that. Darn it. I didn't even get to earn it with some yummy sweets, but I digress. Um, So we just could not figure it out. And then we found a massive amount of black mold in the downstairs bathroom and we opened it up and things just became clear. We were able to like clear out the mold and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, that's what is happening with my immune system, all my immune markers and why I've been feeling like crud since we moved in here. And so we got the mold remediated and everything calmed down. Lots of wonderful things happened. My immune markers calmed down. My need to sleep until very late in the mornings and then still nap in the afternoons. Thank goodness that went away. My brain fog is not fully recovered. I'm going to be honest. I'm not quite as on top of it as I was before this happened, but it's better for sure. And I've stopped gaining weight. So I'm losing slowly, but unfortunately, I really have to work on that. Like that's just the mold went away, but the weight, there's a whole detoxification process that you have to go slowly through in order to get there. So I'm still working on that one. And I'm just being patient with myself to try to get there. So I have had the unfortunate situation where this is my fourth mold exposure and fourth or fifth, quite honestly, it's either four or five houses that I've lived in that had really significant mold infiltration. So that has been something that keeps coming up. And one thing that I learned when I was studying about mold in my functional medicine studies is that your first exposure is bad. And I want this to like, Ooh, I really want you to hear this. Okay. Your first exposure is bad for your health, but your second and any subsequent exposures absolutely has 10, 15 times the negative health effects. Your immune system hyper reacts to any secondary exposure to mold. So The reason why I really wanted to bring this to you today is if you are blessed enough to have not had a serious mold exposure in your home or work environment, I really don't want you to look at little bits of mold and think it's not a big deal because it's an absolutely big deal. Not just the negative health effects that it's going to have on you in the moment, which depending on your immune system and your system in general, You may be able to tolerate that first one and really not feel it so bad, but you're burning up your freebie is what I'm saying. You don't want to ignore even a little bits of mold because the next exposure that you may have may be like for me, this was hidden in this house that we moved into for three years before I found it. And for three years, I struggled and could not figure out what it is. And I don't want that for you. I want you to save your freebie, which isn't really a freebie, but it's a low cost option (laughs) compared to what will happen the second exposure and any subsequent to that. But I want you to hear how serious it can be for you. I really hope that you go and do a little walk around your house and make sure that for you and your family, your environment is safe. Okay, so... I kind of told you my own experiences with mold and they kind of line up pretty well with the experiences my patients that have mold exposure have as well. I'm just going to really quick summarize them. You have immune system dysregulation, hormone changes, severe fatigue, brain fog and slow processing, weight gain as your body tries to protect you from the toxins. So the two areas that get the most detrimentally 
affected by mold exposure are your brain and your liver. When you look at the negative effects that mold can have on your brain, it can affect your brain signaling. It can affect anxiety, depression. It can affect processing, executive function, motivation, hormone signaling, stress regulation. You can kind of take your pick as far as brain functions are concerned. They will all negatively be affected by mold exposure. The other spot is your liver. So your liver, of course, processes toxins, and it also processes estrogen. So it can create an estrogen dominance within your body and therefore affect all of your sex hormone functions. You can also have issues with your thyroid metabolism because the hormone that your thyroid secretes actually needs to be converted mostly by a healthy functioning liver in order to get to the active thyroid hormone that can get into your cells and do all of the amazing things that your thyroid hormones do, which is important for every single cell in your body. And so the mold exposure has huge hormonal and systemic effects this really affects your immune system. It tires your immune system out. It dysregulates it. So it makes it out of balance and you're more likely to have autoimmune flares or get autoimmune conditions, especially if you're predisposed to them. We often say in functional medicine that having an active mold exposure or a high mold toxin load within your system is a total deal breaker for healing. Almost no matter what it is you're trying to heal from, but especially if it's any kind of immune regulation, you are going to need to get rid of the mold exposure and you're going to need to address the damages that it has created within your body. So now that I've given you kind of a mold 101 on the the effects that it has on your body, I want to share with you a couple of ways that you can test your home environment and your body if you think this may be important to you or a contributing factor in your own health struggles or that of your family. So there are two main testing companies that I go through and two for the testing having to do with mold and mycotoxins. The one that I most often go to for your own load in your body is from a company called Great Plains Labs, Great Plains Labs. They have several tests, quite honestly, but two of them will show you the mold load on your body. If you are working by yourself and you don't have a functional medicine doctor to help you, I would advise that you get their mycotox test that they offer there because it's not difficult to read where it's like green, yellow, and red zones. So you can clearly see what the problem is and it will test for different types of molds within your body and give you an idea based off of those different tests where to look because sometimes things are um, moisture-based. Sometimes they're found in different things in your house, like furniture. Sometimes the molds are usually like outdoor. They come from like leaves on the ground or something like that. There's lots of different types of molds. And depending on which one it is, it'll give you a heads up on where you can look for that exposure. So that's kind of handy. Now, if you do have a functional medicine doctor that you're working with, again, from Great Plains Labs, they have a really great test called the organic acids test. That tests for a whole heck of a lot of other things besides for just mold exposure, but it does have general fungal mold type markers that will tell you if you do have an exposure. 
So I tend to go with this one. It's got a ton of different markers in that one, but it is a hairy test that you do not want to try to figure out on your own. So if you're not working with someone who says they know how to do that test, I would just go ahead and avoid it. It's way too much. The mycotox test from that same Great Plains Labs company would be a better choice for you. So that's my go-to for when I want to measure someone's mycotoxin slash mold exposure and um, level within their body. But there is another lab called Real-Time Labs. I tend to go to them for the home testing. So testing the air quality. And they do also have a body toxicity load for mold test, but I've never used it myself because I always go for Great Plains personally. So they do have both options and I just tend to use them for the home option as well. So real-time labs and Great Plains labs, those are the two places that I really like to go. I have found them to be more reliable than like the tests you get at like Home Depot or somewhere like that. Those tend to come back negative when the more specialty labs like real-time lab come back positive. So that's just my two cents on that. What I do want you to know in the entire purpose, besides for just giving you a little mold 101, is to tell you that since we are going to be trapped in our house for the next several months, for the most part, or your work environment, this applies there too, it's really nice to take a little walk around your house and check a few places to make sure that the most common spots that mold gets in your house is not going to be problematic for you. So almost everybody, if you go to your windows and your window seals, you're going to see mold. It's very, very common. And so I will tell you what to do with that. But I would just say that that's something that you don't necessarily need to be worried about when you look in your window seals, like, you know, water can get in there, moisture gets in there. That's not abnormal. You just need to clean it and disinfect the mold, which I will talk to you about in a minute. But You do want to check around your windows to make sure that the sealant, the ceiling, all the caulking is good on the inside and the outside. It is worth doing because hidden mold within your walls, you're not going to see, but your body's sure going to feel the effect. Okay. So it's worth doing a little weatherizing and making sure that these stay good for your own protection and for that of your family. So I would number one, stay on top of the mold that's in the window seals. Number two, check the inside and outside caulking and sealant of all of your windows. If you have stucco, I would do a quick walk around the house, make sure there's no cracks in your stucco that water could be getting in. If you have the proper construction, it shouldn't get into your walls. But in this very house that I sit in that we bought that night may be nice and mold sick, I learned from experience that not every house is built the way that it's supposed to be. So you definitely want to make sure there's no big cracks in your stucco and get that taken care of and sealed so that you don't end up with water within your walls. Okay, we also want to make sure that as much as you can keep dust down in your home, do so. Because the various mold spores love dust. So if you have a bunch of clutter, a bunch of knickknacks, Your home is really dusty. Sometimes it's like you live on a big street or you live on a farm or you have a lot of pets. Your house just gets particularly dusty and the mold spores live in that dust. So as much without becoming like an OCD dust person, (laughs) you definitely want to stay on top of your dust as best you can. I personally got an air doctor um, when I found out that this house was mold infested. 
I bought air doctors for my house because that's an air filter that basically can clear the air for you. And it clears it of viruses, bacteria, mold spores, that type of thing. It also really greatly keeps down on the dust. So if you can't do that, just try to stay on top of the dust as best you can and know that the mold spores love to live in dust. I would also check around your HVAC unit, your furnace, that type of thing. Just look for look at the wood as best you can. Look around it. Make sure there's no leaks. That's a really common place. The same with around your sinks, bathroom and kitchen and dishwasher. So dishwasher is not a sink, but you can inspect that too. Just a quick, if you can, pull your dishwasher out from underneath the cabinets and look at the wood underneath just to make sure it's not leaking. That's great. But otherwise, just take a flashlight and see if you can't peer under there and make sure the wood's not wet. And then the final place is tubs and showers. So my newest mold exposure, the monster was behind a shower that did not get the ceiling done around it properly. So to us, it just looked like a nice clean shower. But one day I figured out that it basically hadn't been sealed on the top. And so between the wall and the shower was open. So all the steam, all of the sprinkles from the shower, all of that had gotten behind there. So make sure your sealant is good all along your shower and your tub. But, you know, if you're experiencing some crazy immune system issues or you have a mold test that comes back positive and you seriously can't find it, Ah, I got to tell you, that was a doozy when we took that, we had to completely remodel it, which was not expected. When we took it off, it was just covered in black mold, the entire wall. And so those showers and baths, make sure that everything is sealed. It's a pain in the butt to do these little maintenance things that you don't think are that important, but it can really save you many years of health struggles. So I would definitely prioritize doing that this autumn. So aside from checking all of the barriers, the windows, the stucco, the doors, the sinks, the bathtub, the shower, the HVAC, you know, those type of things, I would check all of those. But the other main thing is give your house a real nice, good dust. So I actually have done a mold video series that just walked you through different ways that I was able to clear out mold from my house, as well as some of the ways that I cleared out mold from my body. So I will put that link to that video series in the show notes, and I certainly hope you are able to go check it out. And I also want to say, aside from what I did that I showed in those video series, I had to do a good amount of recovery of my brain and my liver and my body and my toxin load. And so there is a good book out. I believe it's called Breaking the Mold, Break the Mold, one of the two. And I used that quite a bit when I was trying to look at what I personally needed and wanted to do with myself based off of my circumstance on how I was presenting. And of course, if you have access to a functional medicine practitioner, definitely get in touch with them to get some help with that. There's also a doctor, he's called Dr. Schumacher, that's his name. And he does a whole lot of mold stuff as well. There is a test online. um, It's called a VCAS test and you could just Google it and it'll come up and it has you look at different colors and based off of the amount of color variation that you can see, it tells you if you may or may not be experiencing mold exposure or toxicity within your body. So that's another good tool as well. So 
that is where I would go if you are really strongly considering that you may have a mold exposure between the testing, getting your house ready this autumn, and then those resources that I just shared with you. So to wrap it up, we talked about my experience with mold. We talked about the fact that your secondary mold exposure and any subsequent is 10, 15 times worse than that first one. So don't you waste that first one if you haven't had the misfortune of having that first mold exposure. Don't take it for granted. Protect yourself. Give yourself a little bit of a um, leeway there. We talked about the negative ways in which mold affects your health, especially your liver and your brain and hormones and immune system. We talked about the things that you can do in the autumn and the places you can inspect and the places you want to make sure that the sealant is good so that you do not have poor air quality in your house during the winter months. And we also talked about testing that is available to you and what to do if you think that mold may be a contributing factor in the experiences you're having currently with your health. So I hope you found this helpful and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for joining me. Take care. Bye-bye.